This episode is sponsored by State Farm. Choices are great. Like with your podcasts, you get to choose what you want to listen to. And State Farm believes insurance should work the same way. That's why the State Farm Personal Price Plan helps you get the coverage you want at an affordable price and a policy that helps cover what you value most. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com today to create your State Farm Personal Price Plan. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. This episode is brought to you by Blizzard. Play Diablo 4 free during the open beta weekend. Only you can stand in the way of the forces of hell. Play free March 24th to 26th and pre-purchase for early access. Journey through the entire first act. Battle up to level 25 as all five classes. Adventure with your friends in four-player co-op. Descend into hell early during the open beta. Pre-purchase Diablo 4 now. the average is typically one or two under par. Like your your most common single round scores are your 70s, your 71. Sergio has been like, ah, I can't wait to leave this place. And we are back another Tuesday night of Divots and Pivots. Hopefully we're not looking like some foreign film festival here with our lips moving all off key, but we're going to run with this. You know how we do. <laughs> but but you muted. I can't hear you at all right now. Anyways, uh, but we're here because, look, it's play. It's FedEx Cup playoff week this week, and uh, I don't know about you guys, but we're pumped. We're ready for the St. Jude Classic. There's a ton of value on the board this week, in my opinion, so can't wait to dive into that. Can't wait to dive into all the, the fresh news that dropped today. Cam Smith uh, with Cameron Percy. Uh, the news coming out that uh, by the Live Tours lawyers that uh, he slipped up and said that uh, basically that the, the players are getting their winnings are getting paid out against their contracts. So that's some interesting stuff. The opposite of everything he's saying. So we're going to get into all that. But first off, first, uh, foremost, Bud Copeland. Welcome as always. How are you doing? Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, no secret that I have a huge crush on Aaron Sorkin. Anybody who doesn't know me already knows that about me. And there's a good, there's a great episode in The West Wing, season three or season four. I want to say it's season three because he's running for re-election. The president, right before the debate comes on, his wife just like snaps his tie off with a pair of scissors just to create this like panic feel. And everybody gets like the blood going. They find him a new tie and they get him out there. I feel like that's what just happened with us backstage with our audio visual. That was, uh, I mean, it, it felt like for a minute there we were being uh, routed through a handful of satellites in maybe friendly, maybe not friendly countries. I don't know. Uh, but I'm glad that we backed out of that broadcast and went live yeah. in time uh, to be here to talk about the FedEx Cup playoffs, to talk about Mullet Man and whether or not he is making a play. Because I keep seeing it as, reported 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 i have yet to see confirmed yep. 
And Cameron Piercy, Piercy did did go out there and kind of, I'm not going to say backtrack. All he said was, listen, I want to be clear. My source is the one talking to people, not me. So, like, I didn't talk to Cam. I didn't talk to his people, you know, but that's just. It was a pretty, it was a pretty, a pretty about face though, because he went from saying that his original comment was, uh, "Oh yeah, they're gone," and then yeah. his 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 backtrack was uh, something along the lines of, "Well, no, what I said was it doesn't look good for them and live," which is, feels like a complete one eighty to me. I think what he was saying, and I read that earlier too. I think what he was saying is it doesn't look good for them in terms of like them hanging around. Like, I think they're out. I think they're gone. I think they've made their peace with it, which I mean, what's going on with the odds and betting right okay. now with cam Smith, because here's the thing, cam Smith, let's say cam's what gone. He, he, he doesn't have to, he doesn't have to say anything. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like Jay Monahan. This is, he's not no. like he's going to get him in the locker room and back him into a corner and be like, you're either with us or against us. Cam can just play the next couple tournaments, uh, finish up the FedEx cup playoffs. And then, Come, he can stay. He can crash on my couch if he needs to for the uh, the Boston Live event, because uh, that that would be the next thing, right? They're going to go through the playoffs and they're going to roll well, right into um, into that yeah. Boston event. And the way you know the way the way that things are being structured, it is fascinating. So, I mean, how much of this money is guaranteed? Uh, what does it look like? Is is somebody holding mm-hmm. it in escrow and then it gets doled out? Um, so I'm, I'm, I, that was news to me until about now. I mean, about five minutes before we came on, uh, I was scrolling. I saw that. So, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be fascinated to dig into that a little bit, a little bit more, but yeah, no, definitely had my West wing moment, uh, with us getting on, getting on, I say on the air, on air, uh, on time, but it's (laughs) tough. I'm looking live on bellyup.tv. We are shouts to the shouts to the boys and girls at Belly Up TV. I look at this, and I'm not trying to get ahead of us, but I'm gonna get ahead of us for one second. I'm you before the show. You were like, "Dude, I already got my lineup. Let's go, click clack, put them on." Was, <laughs> I'm looking at. I can't. I can't pull the trigger on an anchor or an approach because I'm having kind of not a crisis of confidence. Let's be honest. We agreed to not talk about our performances this last week because I, I it was abysmal. I think, <laughs> I think you actually may have gained a few points. Look, on me. I'll, I think my, I'll post the update on Twitter. So I later. think my favorite, I think my, yeah, I think my favorite part of the weekend was, um, so, uh, a friend of the show who we've had on before, uh, Bo McBriar, he had posted something along the lines of when you have, uh, three of your six and like the top five, one tied for the lead. Like he posted something like he, he obviously had a, a fantastic lineup and I responded with, yeah, but have you ever had three miss the cut one withdraw and then two like outside the top 20? Cause that's how my weekend looked. <laughs> I mean, and, and it's fine. I mean, you think about baseball, you, you, you fail 70% of the time you make the hall. So we're going to miss, but um, missed bad. Well, like missed real bad. Yeah, we did miss bad. Well, do we so, do we want to do we want to start with the playoffs or end with the playoffs? Because I, whenever we do the playoffs, I do have a a strategy for this week. Well, no, let's let's so come we, on, we, come on, let, let, let's keep the let, let's let's <laughs> let, let's hold off on the goods if you really have that good of a strategy. Because okay, my point right. was, I can't go anywhere. Rory, Scotty, Xander, Cam. Well, I mean, Cam. Whether he's, he okay, quick pause. Cam Smith's going to play this week. Again, there's rumors can be whatever. A guy was on a podcast 36 hours ago, or it aired 36 hours ago, and now all of a sudden Cam Smith's to the live tour. 
he might be gone, but as far as where he's going to play the next few weeks, he has no obligations. You know, he has no reason to say anything or do anything. It's uh, I'm going to miss the mullet though. I'm not going to lie, but you look down this Pat, Patrick can't lay people just sneakily forget that he's the defending champ. Mm-hmm. And that does, I'm not going to say that means something. All these guys are freaking winners, but yeah. you do get there and you remind yourself like, you know, I, I did this. So JT, former sure. champ, John Ron, Maddie Fitzpatrick, Tony Finau is on a heater. Will Zalatoris just broke up with his caddy. Yep. I, I don't. I mean, now I do get it. He said they're they're really close. They're they're really good friends, and it was starting to affect that. And you know, good on him. It'll be hilarious. The, time, to the see. timing is odd, though, for a decision based on a friendship like that. You'd almost think if you're really good friends, you you, you say, "Hey, look, let's we're going to end this after the season, so we can keep our friendship. Let's let's tough it out and finish the season. We're in the playoffs now. You know what I mean? Or or it's because, <laughs> or maybe they did sit down, or maybe Will Zalatoris is saying, "I am." We are friends, and this is business, and I got to make a business decision. Oh, I got to yeah, get. Maybe. I, I, from an athlete's perspective, yeah. from an athlete's perspective, yeah. no, trying to trying to think like that, like what would make me do that, or what would, he might just be saying, like I got I got to cut, I got to cut bait and run because I can't have mm-hmm. this hanging over me. I would rather take my chances. You hear stories about players do some really funny things. Um, uh, Lord Byron, Byron Nelson mm-hmm. went on this tear in 1945. He won 11 straight starts. It's a, it is one of those streaks that I genuinely don't think is ever going to be sniffed. Tiger mm-hmm. went on a seven event run and we all like had our panties in a wad and this was 11. Now some people chirp and say, Oh, you know, it was 1945, world war II. It was soft fields, Ben Hogan, uh, Sam Sneed, and I want to say Gene Sarazen uh, were mostly in these fields. So and he wasn't playing against slouches. He just had a hell of a year. When yeah. somebody asked him about that later, I think all he did was point to his scoring average that it took 55 years and somebody named Tiger to break. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. but the point, I, the point I was making is these players can do some weird, weird things. He talked about about halfway through his run, he stopped playing practice rounds because the pressure was getting to him to where – Every time he touched a golf club, he felt this kind of, I've got to do it. And so instead he turned that into, I'm just going to do it. And he only played competition rounds because he, then he rode that confidence. I wouldn't be shocked to see something like Will Zalatoris and like some, some strength or some, some mental coach or his college Mm -hmm. coach, or I don't know, somebody from, somebody from like the Titleist tour bus just comes out. Like, he's like, dude, you need me to carry and just shut up. Yeah. Come on, man. And then he goes out and shoot, you know, Things like that in sports happen, yeah. and uh, and so I'd keep an eye on him. I'd also keep an eye on him to shoot, you know, 85, 85, and uh, and go figure out he's not shooting eighty five, no. being hyperbolic. So, but back to the original point, which is, I don't know how the hell you got started. I am eager to hear about this mm-hmm. model of yours and what got you off the fence and into the whole doing. Uh, but before we get there, well, the, I the, big still, tea, I, I, the big tease will be that I can tell you that. I have two guys in the 10K range on my lineup and only one guy under 7K. I don't I don't hate that. I'm just I saying that what I, I can mathematically I'm solid, like, I think. I, you think? <laughs> is this plugged into DraftKings or is this like yeah. your voodoo witch magic? Uh, no, no, it's, a, it's, it's saved in DraftKings. Once you uh, accept the invite to our contest for this week uh, – it's our. I'm already locked and loaded. <laughs> Don't you accept me? Um, I was about to compliment 
your kind of camera angle, you shifted it a little bit, but instead, uh, so I'm going to take that back. I finally get the can, uh, the computer wire set up to where I can actually raise my sit to stand desk. So I am back to standing now. So you can see a bit more of the background. And uh, I think I finally figured out my light. So I'm not looking either yellow or dark. <laughs> and let's be honest, everybody wants to see your background, Andrew. Well, and you know, so it's, a, I... it's, a, it's, a shame, it's a shame because, like, I want the whole idea of putting up these lights behind me was to be able to put up the green light. So, you know, divots and pivots, our color here is green and whatnot. But I, what I figured out, the certain colors, for those of you watching, you can, you can see my example here right now. Green changes the camera to make, look, now you see my face is like yellow and red. It's, it's weird. Blue does it too. So I had to find different colors that. Go back to green. Go back to green. White. Go back. Go back. No, go back to green, please, for a second. Oh my god! I look like the heat miser. No, there's a great, there's a great, and we don't do politics here, but I do memes and I speak in gifts. And there's a great, like, uh, there's a great. There was the Let's Go Brandon thing, which yes. unfortunately oh, kind geez. of took over Joe Biden's name. So the White House is kind of like owning it right now. And they've created this Joe Biden face that's red with laser eyes and it's evil Brandon. And it's kind of a cool like spin trying to trying to yeah, take yeah. the bull by the horns. You look like <laughs> evil Brandon. I'm sorry. Like evil it, Brandon. <laughs> all right. Um, so, yes, I do want to get to your model. I want to find out how you were able to sift through this because I have my own theories when it gets to the, the postseason. Uh, yep. When you said that you had two folks in the 10K range. I believe it because if you've made the top 125, hashtag Ricky Fowler. Welcome back, Ricky Fowler. Yeah. He, if you've made the top show. 125, I mean, anything can happen. I mean, that's these, these these guys really are going to bed this week thinking that I'm I'm a pair of 64s away from you know making the weekend and then another decent round from hopping into the top 70, hopping into the top 30. And then my least favorite part of the FedEx cup playoffs, which is the staggered points start at the end. Oh yeah. I think, I think we've talked about this before. Mm, I, I think, I think it's a necessary evil. I almost think it's kind of like the four team college football playoff where it ain't perfect, but it's the best we've had in a while. Sure. Uh, and we'll so. see if something comes up better eventually. And speaking of speaking of things just coming up better, this week in live new live news. Do you think do you think that that whoever that reporter was at the Open Championship who immediately hit up Cam with the oh live rumors? God. Now, do you think he was do you think he had something or do you think if you're a reporter in that room, this person just won the biggest golf tournament, this is the biggest golf story whether we like it or not. You just have to ask that question. No, I think I think he had something. I think he had to have had something because okay. this was something that obviously Cam, Cam Smith had said to at least a handful of people, uh, probably for a few weeks, if not longer now. Because I do think he was of the mindset where he was going to finish out these playoffs as long as he lasted in the playoffs, and then make the jump as like an off-season tour. I'm assuming with the idea that a lot of these other guys have that by the time the main season rolls around next year, that maybe they can figure some sort of balance out to where they can do both, make some money and live happy. And I think what happened is I think someone leaked it or this, this reporter has fantastic sources and, and salesmanship and was able to get this information and he ran with it and he kept his lips shut until that moment so that he could be, you know, his big story moment kind of thing. And, uh, and it just kind of Cam Smith slapped back at him real fast, <laughs> bit his tongue a little bit. But then the fact that this comes out 
you know, so soon after now from Cameron Percy on our freaking radio station in Australia, I, I got to think he, he th- that reporter knew something. After listening to a lot of interviews, Bryson seemed super confident that this whole thing is going to get as uh, mm-hmm. quote. <laughs> I, I personally know it's going to get worked out. Oh, do you Bryson? Do you yeah. personally know it's going to get worked out? But then why hide it? Tell me, how's it going to get worked out? How do you, I'm, uh, I don't mind confidence. I'm, I'm, I'm a, not a huge fan of certitude. And, uh, and that level of, I personally know whether you do or not, just come on, have a little, have a little awareness. You do forget sometimes he's, he is, um, he's a smart guy and he's a hell of a golfer, but he's still young. And there's times where young he's people, got a big ego. right? Well, I love Will Zalatoris's take when they're like, you're going to take a week off. He's like, I'm 25, man. If you hear me talk about being tired, yeah. problems, like I don't have kids. I don't have a wife. Like, yep. I'm, I, yeah, what, what am I going to talk about? So By the anyway, way, I believe our delay is gone. Well, we're spot on now. You you stop talking a second. I said something. <laughs> I could. There's a lot of jokes I could have made about that. But to hear Bryson say how certain he was it was going to work, get worked out, and like you just said, mm-hmm. if that reporter doesn't maybe tip it, tip the hand, maybe yeah. this is under wraps until the postseason. Cam says, "All right, I'm going to go do my live thing," and then the clock starts running. We got eight months to Augusta, and they're all kind yeah. of playing the odds here. Now the the little rumblings out of these. I, I got to dig into some of these these lawsuits. Uh, a, yeah. a, a guy I play golf with on the weekends, um, great, great dude. He's a lawyer. He does like mergers and acquisitions. And I was trying to chirp him a little bit about this. And he was, he was walking off. He's like, let me know if you need me to do a full debrief on divots and pivots of the lawsuit. So I was like, careful what you wish for there, Jim. Yeah. But, um, but um, part of it, because now now that I've read a little bit about it, next time I see him, I'm going to be, again, chirping his ear. So and actually, that, that might have another lawyer contact we could always reach out to, too. So. Just well, we need. We, hey, listen, Rami, we do need <laughs> lawyers for many reasons. Um, we, but uh, the, there was something in there that now that it's coming out, where Augusta National might have been telling Liv like, "Don't do it," and Liv might have almost had something with the DP World Tour. Now it's it's a lawsuit, right? The beauty of a lawsuit is you really can kind of say whatever the hell you want. I mean, yeah. you do have to be careful because you can always get sued for defamation or anything like that. But as long as it is, you know, phrased and these wicked lawyers and their silver tongued penmanship, uh, <laughs> you know, they can basically just say whatever they want, air some grievances, try to make a point. And I, I don't I don't think I would be shocked. I would honestly be shocked if some judge, some honest to God, like U.S. U.S. judge just said, like, absolutely, PGA Tour injunction. We got to figure this out. Part all part of my, it's a fucking sports league, and these people make a lot of money. And due respect to the golfers who are on the outside looking in. Again, I know one of them, or I went to, I went to school with one yep. of them, and um, and you know I, I hope he kicks ass. He's on the Niblix now, and I really kind of need this <laughs> Niblix, Niblix gear because I think that the names of old golf clubs are funny. Sure, but you you make your bed, you you sleep in it, and I do think there will be a resolution. I don't think that this will go away. Um, I, and I do think that it will have this weird ass backwards way of growing the game that Greg Norman's going to get to say, I told you so, and be right. Because I think what's going to happen is, I mean, Patrick Reed's doing it. All right, let's go over to the, let's go over to the Asian tour and, you know, let's, mm-hmm. let's get up, let's get our world points there. They, they can't tell us not to play there. Right. Yeah. Yep. 
which I think what's going to happen is saying, let's all just put our guns down and say, fine, you want to, you want to do the live Asian tour uh, route. Fair enough. You cannot maintain full status on these tours at the same time. You're not banned from, you're not banned from the majors and you're going to have to find other ways to get into some of these tournaments. And you're not banned from sponsors exemptions. Exactly. And, and, and if you, and if you have exemptions through previous wins, we're going to let those play out. But I do think that something like that, and then you pause and you go, as a golf fan, personally, I start looking at, I start looking at like, wait a minute, we got like 24 hours of just like golf coverage now, potentially we're going to have like the Mm -hmm. Tonga open, which if you don't know where Tonga is, it's somewhere in the, (laughs) if you, if you go right into the middle of nowhere, the Pacific, and then just go a little further, that's where it is. I have a good friend who, uh, who was a teacher in Tonga for a number of years. It was a wild experience, but anyway, I think Liv's going to land amicably. I think the Asian tour is going to play a major role in that. And I don't think these judges or any of these people are going to step in and force the PGA tour to let these 79. I think they're going to say, due respect, gentlemen, you know, you made your bed, you sleep in it. Sports leagues go figure this out. I find it hard to believe that the PGA would have opened themselves up to be so easily sued in this. Because look, it also part of the other thing that came out in Percy's comments on the radio was that, uh, that this has been the PGA has known about this since at least 2017, 2016. Um, that this that this live tour or this rebel tour, so at the time they were calling it, was going to be formed because uh, the guys over at Live were talking to some of these guys back then. Like the word was getting around to the players, so the PGA knew this was coming. They had time to prepare the, for the possibility of this. They're smart enough. We've seen it before, like we've said before, way back in the past. The PGA can handle themselves in the court of law uh, and with, with civil lawsuits, whatever kind of lawsuits it is. I don't know all the legal, I'm not a legal expert, but I, I find it hard to believe that they would open themselves up to banning these guys. If they knew it was going to be so easily come back on them. Yeah. I just, I'm, I'm still, I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around the, the fact that these, the, everybody's suing each other now. Yeah. Like that's the, that, I mean, I'm serious. That's the point that yeah. we've gotten to. We're, we're suing one another where not to be that guy, but let me be that guy in this moment. We just finished up with a magnificent uh, AIG women's open at Muirfield. Another mm-hmm. one of those kind of like 20, if you told somebody 25, 30 years ago at Muirfield, we're going to have a women's major here. It was a yeah. different era and it wasn't that long ago. And they would have, they would have just laughed and been like, never, you know, and nothing yeah. against those. It's just the way it was. And we're still making, you know, leaps and bounds in that game. So again, it's hard. It, it, it is hard. I get it. I can empathize with it because that is their world. So when, mm-hmm. when uh, Jim Hahn, I think it was James Hahn, uh, was getting blasted, including by me for complaining <laughs> about the new schedule. And oh, yes. they, have do, they have to do a bunch of travel. And he's like, you know, it's tens of thousand dollars in travel expenses and this, that, and the other part of me wants to go, well, then go win tens of thousands of dollars. Like, right. You, you have the opportunity. That's the, that, it's no different than a gambler who walks into a casino with a stack in his pocket or her pocket. Uh, you're, you're taking a risk. They're calculated risks. You have to go execute plays and hopefully you come out on top. Quick pause. That you, you know, we're over here going, yeah, for millions of dollars. They don't see it like we see it, though. It's kind of mm-hmm. like you talk to a pro poker player, and it's like, what do you, what's it like betting seven hundred thirty-six thousand dollars on a freaking hand of poker? They don't, 
they don't see a house when they're putting those chips in. Yeah. They're just making they're just making calculations. They're making plays. That's that I mean that's it. They're the the they don't see the dollars, they just see the chips. Uh and I'm not speaking for all poker players. It's just, well, no. it's, it's just that that's got to be the mentality. And so when we talk about, you know, James Hahn and I, I want to give him a hard time. Also, <laughs> inflation has a lot to do with it, Jimmy. Don't don't just blame the schedule. Sure. Well, I don't, th- I don't think we're getting James on the show anytime soon. Uh, I, don't, I don't think we are, <laughs> but that's okay. Uh, speaking of live, before we uh, get off of live, uh, I just checked the media credentials are available now. So we're going hey! to do our damnedest to get out there for you guys here in the, for the Boston event. Um, Try to bring you some, some fun coverage. It, it would be a, it would be a scene, man. It's going to be. Um, I it, you know, hopefully I'll be able to get out there as well, uh, with or without, but hopefully with. Yes. Uh, because I do. First of all, I like to see good golfers play. I like to play yeah. good golf. Not gonna not gonna lie. I can't believe we got twenty three minutes and before I dropped my sixty eight on you. I know seven birdies. I was actually pretty obnoxious about it too. I told my <laughs> I told my playing partner on the first hole. I said I want six birdies today minimum because we were playing in a team quota uh, uh, kind of thing. And yeah, then I yeah. birdied the first hole. And after I birdied the third hole, I looked at him and I go six. And the guys we were playing with were like, you obnoxious son of a bitch. And enjoy it. It was, it was oh, for sure. Cause I, I, my next competitive round is in a week for the mass mid amateur qualifier at Springfield country club. So um, yeah. this was a nice round to kind of get under your, into my belt, but it was six birdies with an asterisk. You could call it seven if you want to be technical because they just changed the 18th hole from a par four to a par five yep. on the okay. scorecard without making any other changes. But anyways, um, okay. I had to. I had to just a soft flex. Yeah, go the, for it. I mean, and soft flex. Well, you, my friend, we talked, were showing you were yeah. showing promise on the range. Tell me more. Yeah, because we, you know, we talked about my swing last week, and we, you, you gave me some advice. And yeah, I will say the the weight transfer game changer. Once you actually focus on transferring that weight, now I was hitting off a mat at the range. Um, oh. I was hitting off a mat. I know, but I was striking it. It was clean straight flush they were no i wasn't flush. belittling the mat i was saying yeah. too many too many shots off a mat will hurt my back after oh, all okay, okay. I'm, I'm getting old no oh See, god I, actually no. Find, I find it harder to hit off a mat than the ground so i'm yeah, taking they, that i'm taking that as i felt i felt you know real good about it uh but yeah i was actually hitting my distances for the first time and maybe ever now i actually started to think okay i need to come back and like write down my distances because this is, they might be true now if i can keep this up so yeah we'll see i gotta get on the course and try it on uh, around though what are your distances and how do you know you were hitting them? And I'm, uh, I'm so, just curious. So the so the the range I was at has a ton of different flags and it has in each bay it has the map to, um, specific to each bay about the distance to that flag. So what so, is your one? What's your go-to stock 150 club slash shot? Um, I wish I knew for sure, but I'd say 150. That's probably uh, probably my eight. That's mine. It's, it's like a really, really solid nine or if yeah. three quarter eight or a comfortable. Oh. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's if I'm hit, like I said, if I'm hitting them flush, like I was the other day, that's what I'd say there. Crazy Tuesday night. No nitro, think, no, no nitro my, Pepsi. We're just diet Pepsi today. And I believe Go I was ahead. hitting my, um, cause I try, I had to see uh, my hybrid a couple times. I was hitting that pretty consistently around the 180, 190 range with the hybrid. So I, I'll take that. So that's the thing. My ranges aren't long. Like the, I don't go like basically. I can all my irons are like maybe five to ten yard difference. 
But they should be. That's what I was about to say is when you figure out whatever your 150 is, yeah, like that's kind of where you want to plant your flag. And then it's 10 yards, 10 yards, one club at a time. Sound, yeah. I mean, that 10 yards is kind of a rule of thumb. Could be seven. It could be, you know, whatever. Well, like, sure, like yeah, yeah. You, you ask, I think it was the 10 to Woodland. make the math easy. <laughs> right. And, and that's kind of just standard issue. You ask some of these guys, what's your stock seven iron? Like, and there'll be 192. And they mean it. Like you ask sure. me, what's my stock seven iron? And I'll say 165. You know, sure. I could I can probably push it to 170, 172, three if I if I have the right conditions, and I'll knock it down to 150. But yep. like my 150 is a nice, just almost a medium pace, and then went down this whole Adam Sandler <laughs> like childhood thing. But a nice solid like medium tempo, uh, no harm, no foul. Uh, eight iron is 150. So yeah, in case you're keeping score at home. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. Can't wait to get back out on the uh, on the course again, and uh, actually put it to use and see if I can duplicate. It might have just been that good because it was my birthday weekend. I don't know, but uh, we'll see. It's your birthday. It was. It was. It was my birthday, birthday Sunday. What'd you do for your birthday besides the driving range? Uh, so the driving range was Saturday for my birthday Sunday. I uh, just hung out with my kids uh, and hung out around the house with family. So nice and relaxed. That's good times. Yes, yes. Good times Noodle for sure. Salad. All right, Good real quick. Sure. Yes. Before we go into um, what everybody came for, because I'm pumped about the playoffs. I can't get over. I know. I am too. I can't get over this name. And I'll tell you what, he popped and he <laughs> can pop off. Um, and I think you know who I'm talking about because the last time he popped, I went all in and he did not deliver. But we'll get, <laughs> we'll get that to a little bit. I'm just excited about this, but is there anything else in the live University, yes, there was. Sorry, God, buried the lead. Um, my new best friend, Alan Shipnuck. Oh, yes, he, yes, uh, he, another, another soft flex. <laughs> God, Twitter, like the I'm like the new kid on the block. Uh, no, at, he, he liked a couple of tweets because somebody posted, What's a movie that should be what's a book that be should be made into a movie right now? And I said, Phil, like that book right now, and I tagged him, he liked it, but. Another onion kind of layer getting peeled back on this was that Phil, the reason that Phil disappeared is because he was suspended. Everybody was like, uh oh. Hold on one second. I got to I got it. Yeah. That's Sorry. good. The reason, That's all right. The reason that Phil, <laughs> this is Cooper, this is Cooper Rose. The hey, reason Cooper. That Phil disappeared was because he was suspended, I guess, for recruiting live players. Yes. And so, oh, yes. had, you need to, I, had, I, I had no, I had all of her loveys downstairs and father oh. of the year. Yeah, I'm sorry. I love Cooper and I love you, wife. You're the best thing in the world. And that goes for both of you. So anyway, so Phil was serving, well, and, and is serving well. a, a two-year suspension for yes. recruiting players. Like, no wonder. I mean, it's it's all kind of coming full, full circle. That makes, that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, it, I'm just now. So, if they come to some sort of balance in the universe of golf, do you see that disappearing? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I almost think it would be treated like a prisoner of war, right? Yeah, that's well. It's that's almost, exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, it's almost like all right. Yeah, let's we'll figure it all out. All suspensions mm -hmm. that are outstanding against live and blah 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 players will be dropped, and you know. Uh, I I would like to see that happen. Mm -hmm. I really would. 
Um, I, I, I would understand that the PGA tour wants to hold firm through the rest of this calendar year, maybe, and get into next season. I can see it almost being one of those things. They want next season to get started and then tell mm-hmm. these live players, basically go ahead and start the clock and not let them go after any points. And then it's like, okay, all right. Yep. We signed our agreement. You all have yeah. your cards back. And if it works in your schedule, you're more than welcome to come back and play these tournaments. And at that point, they're almost behind the eight ball a little bit, but um, mm-hmm. I mean, so far, so far, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I have been, uh, uh, I've been, I've been pretty close to my predictions, especially the emphasis yeah. in some of these in some in, in trying to utilize the fall as this kind of, You know, next fall, fall 23 is, I guess, when they're going to have this super series after the playoffs that you're going to have to be in the top 50 of the FedEx Cup playoffs to even opt into it. Um, Sounding awfully familiar. We can (laughs) we can call it the this buds for you invitational. I'd be more than happy to host (laughs) me. Me and Nick Faldo. Well, I'll see if I can get Sir Nick to come back for uh, for maybe. Did you see any of that? That I didn't know. Dude, get get your tissues ready, and go and watch some. <laughs> go watch some of the farewell stuff, man. Okay. Uh, it ha- it had me. I mean, it was just like anytime, anytime, anytime an icon steps away. I remember when, yeah. uh, God, Papa Vern, when Vern Lundquist stopped doing SEC football, like that was in, in my part of the world. That was a huge blow to sports. Mm-hmm. So to see Nick Faldo go away and Trevor Trevor Immelman has some big shoes to fill, but he's definitely got the accent for it. He's got the experience. <laughs> he does have the accent for it, that's for sure. Hey, I mean, he's. He, he, I want to say he's South African, though, or he might be. A, no, he's Australian. He's either Emlin, Australian. Uh, God, is, we have the interwebs at our fingers real quick. This is this is a Yeah, because now I'm unsure. <laughs> South African. Okay, yeah, he's South African. Um, I knew he was President's Cup, but I couldn't remember if he was South Africa or Australia. Yeah. Definitely a Commonwealth country, I guess. For sure. So is that is that it for Liv? Then we we gonna move on to. Uh, Are you asking me if I could talk more about Liv? Because I oh, I know you can, about, but oh no, yeah. Any more um, pressing uh, matters? God, I'm sure something will come up. I think I saw Charles Howell the third out caddying for his kid at some junior tournament. It's moments like that that make me think. All right, <laughs> you, you you know you signed with Liv, so you could do this instead of Patrick Reed it and just keep going until you hit Asia and then start playing in the Asian tour. Mr. Yep. I want more time home with my kids. Although maybe his kids are with him now. Maybe he's got all that, all that live money and he's, you know, he's just got houses everywhere around the world. Before we go any further, I want to hear about your model. What is this model that you came up with? How, what's guiding you today? Cause I, I when you tell me, you show me yours, I'll show you mine. And then we can actually get into some names and some picks. Um, oh, the 68. It was yes. with, with the Piper Gold with 68 the on the card, seven birds. You beat me to it. You run. Oh, you're taking a step now. As I tell you, you run with this read because you beat me to it. <laughs> There's no read, man. Just go to Piper.golf. Um, yes. Look for look, and when you when you get to the order in the checkout, type in div piv d i v p i v. Get your 10 percent off. And to get started, when you get there, take their ball test. It's yes. not as it's not as dirty <laughs> as it sounds. You answer a few questions. <laughs> about your golf game. It tells you which ball to use. It's pretty dadgum accurate. I will say this um, first one out of the gate scuffed up a little easy. I I lost some confidence. I got through the first sleeve and they were working fine. So we've been, we've been, it's been, it was almost like a first day. You said you hit, to be fair, you said you hit some cart pass that first round. So 
You said you weren't going to tell anybody. You said you were going to keep that between <laughs> us. And I, I wasn't going to. Uh, no, it was almost like having a first date. And yeah, yeah. I don't want to take that analogy any further. No, but thank you. <laughs> Hyper Golf in the Clutch. This is a lot of fun, and we appreciate everything you do for us. And then, as always, the boys and girls at Belly Up Media and Fantasy National Golf Club. Shouts yes, to the Moose. Yes. That's what we're leaning into. And I'm pointing over to my to, my, to Mission Control with my own model. Because what you didn't know is while you were sleeping, I went in there uh, earlier today, got my model, downloaded it, got out, cleared cleared all the fingerprints so you could go in. Because I'm a simple guy. I take I take three, sometimes four. This is a big playoff week, so I dropped a fourth. And I just go kind of simple, meat and potatoes, and then I take strokes, gain, home life, and I, yeah. I mix that in. So tell like us about that. your model this week going into the FedEx Jude St. John's. <laughs> The FedEx St. Jude. Jude Classic. Is it the classic? I think it's uh I think it's the classic. There's a couple of hold on, well, there's a couple of different FedEx and St. Jude's tournaments. Oh. I think you know what St. Jude Classic sounded just natural to me. So I I assume, but maybe I'm wrong. We're just gonna call it the FedEx St. Jude because that's what the uh, Fantasy National has. This is yes. really the okay. north this is really the Northern <laughs> Trust. This used to be up here yes. in the northeast, it bounced back and forth. And now, it's, uh, and previously known as the Deutsche Bank, and on and on <laughs> TPC Boston. If you're listening, divots and pivots yes. would love to do a course review. Hey, that'd be fun. <laughs> it's, a, it's a it's a it's a lifelong goal to get get out there on TPC Boston and uh, cut it up. So, take us through your take us through yes, your model. Yes. What are you looking at as they attack the Georgia fairways and these? Um, mm-hmm. What are we on Bermuda or Bent? Uh, Bermuda. Bermuda greens around Bermuda greens this week. Uh, it's fairly short course 70, just over 7,200 yards, uh, par 70. So, uh, what I'm looking for is the approach game, ball striking, uh, putting, uh, approaches 150 to 175. And then, a, a good one for scoring is birdie or better game. Cause, uh, we're going to need guys who are pushing it and can push it to rise up the rankings. Yeah, Cause look, that's, what's interesting about, the playoff format is that, you know, we're going to go from 125 to 70 by the end of the weekend. And this is a cut event. Uh, actually. Yeah. It's yeah. This is This is the one gets cut halfway through uh, after 54. So it's going to be cut down to 70 at 54. What are you, you're signing me? <laughs> sorry. 36, 36 holes, 36 holes. Sorry. Yes. So, um, Where's it a 54 hole cut? You might be right. No, that's at the five course events. Sorry, continue, sir. <laughs> but if you do the math, so look in a normal uh, in a normal PGA event, you know, roughly 150 uh, golfers cut down to you know around 65, 70, depending on how many you tie. Like it's usually, I should say, it's more like 65 to 80 once you include ties. Like it's somewhere in that range. Uh, so pretty much right around, if not a little bit less than 50 percent you know, percentage to make the, to make the cut. When you're looking at this cut line, we're actually up around 56% make the cut. Uh, so more guys by a small margin, but more guys are going to make the cut this week. So what you're going to need to differentiate is you're going to have to lean into ownership. You're going to have to find the guys that are going to go unseen that can make the cut that are on hot streaks right now. Cause as we've said before in the past, the playoffs now are all about getting hot at the right time. And I'm chasing guys who were been hot for the last week or two or the last tournament or two of theirs. Then they're going to hopefully carry that into this. So that's what I've been looking for in my model. And, and I, like I said, I am thrilled with the lineup I've been able to put together because 
I have some guys, a nice mix of guys actually that I've been on all year whenever I've had the chance. Some high-end talent uh, and some hot clubs right now. I can't wait to hear some of these plays and some of these players that you have. I mean, you you're probably, selling. You can probably predict one of them. The guy who's come up on this show many times. Jesus. I mean, I don't know. Well, there's Smotherman, which I don't know. Did he make the cut? Did he? Did our boy uh, actually? Let me see. I don't think he's not. He's not one of them. He did not make it. No, Smotherman fell out last week. Unfortunately, he was a show favorite for sure. Oh, for sure. I mean, and it was, still is. We'll see you next year. Yes, um, yes. You know, good luck at Q School. Uh, actually, these guys. I don't. I don't know if they go to Q School or they go to uh, basically the Corn Ferry Tour Finals, and so mm-hmm. they have an opportunity to go down there and and earn their way back in. Uh, no, I actually, I'm stumped. I mean, who's been, I mean, we, we've talked about a lot of players this year, especially Cam Young is definitely one that's been, we were, we were big on C Young early. Mm-hmm. He's a guy I like a lot towards the end. Uh, and, t- and I do like Tony Finau. I yeah, like he's him. been, he's you, been hot lately. Well, you just said it. And, uh, and I'll, and I'll give you, I'll give you mine real quick. Cause I'm not as fancy as yeah, you. He won back to backs. He finished twenty eighth at the Open. He took the Wyndham off, but he just it's hard. He just, and, he, and he's under ten, and he's ninety seven hundred. See, there you go too. And, and that's ins- and high. that's insane. And his, I mean, look, his ownership reflects at fifteen percent. Uh, he's going to be one of the. He's the. Where is he here? Let's see. Okay, he's the fifth chalkiest player this week. Chalk, yes, that's great. I think he also just dropped his wife's uh, phone in the pool when he was like dancing <laughs> poolside recently. Seriously, look it up. I just heard him talking about it. Uh, you know, I, I hear you on the ownership thing, and which which is funny because did you see what's happened to, to Cam Smith's calculated ownership? No, I didn't. It's down to eight percent. Well, I think I'm assuming people are scared that he's not gonna he's well, not gonna play now. <laughs> th- thank you, Captain Obvious. No, I'm joking. That was mean of me to say. No, I'm fascinated because that's what jo- jumped out at me. Jordan Spieth is down there in single digits. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Hideki Matsuyama is in single digits, but then again, Hideki Matsuyama is one b- bad practice swing away from uh, a WD. Jason mm-hmm. Day is somebody who we're going off the chart right now because I haven't given you my, my core four. I'm about to. Sure. But Jason Day is another one of those guys who is just kind of feeling it, and he's been there before, and I think he has a little edge after sitting after sitting out so long. Um, you know, so look, look, look to him to make, maybe make a little noise. And I like your guy and my guy, Davis Riley. Oof. I almost went I back to him too. I know, but he, you're so snake bitten. Was it an eight or a nine? That that he it was made? a nine. That freaking killed it was a me. nine or a 10. Yes, exactly. It was, a nine. Back. it was a nine on a par five. And he, he kindly, by the way, for the record, I think I beat you by 70 points again this week in the DK. So just extending Good that season damn. lead, but don't worry. The playoffs are here. <laughs> Maybe we can have a little side action to even it out. So I, I I love this time of year because it's it's almost like we we get a major field every week. Yes. Uh, and and the stakes get higher and higher. The winner of this thing's walking away with something like eighteen million. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if I think if you shoot if you're O2 barbecue, as long as you finish, you're going to get a paycheck. You're going to get a couple hundred grand. So there yeah. is there is some money these these guys are playing for, and it's only going to get bigger and better from there. Now for me, it's very simple. Um, you know, it does come down to the putter as always. Like I said, this is a major feel every week. And you heard me talk about the majors every year, the flat stick strokes, gain putting, you've got to be either on the top 
or near the top. So I took strokes gain putting, strokes gain approach, because that is the that's the closest mm-hmm. overall kind of barometer for how's your game, how you doing. And again, in a week like this, it's almost I hate the cliche, but I love it. Anything goes. Yeah. You know, you're a 62, 63 away from look at Chess and Hadley. He shot 62 last year to get into the playoff. You think about that's just as easy, not just as easy. It could be out there just as easily for somebody to shoot 62 to get to next week. So they're gonna be these guys are gonna be going for it. T to green. So who is in good form right now, who is getting the ball from, from the tee to the green efficiently and putting themselves in position to score. So if you got a hot putter and you're in position and then the fourth one, because it's the playoffs, I added a fourth might be an ingredient too far, but I felt like it needed a little cumin. So I tossed it in there. Bogey avoidance yeah, is, that's a good one. Is, what I, is what I added because again, I, I, I'm going to again for the third time and repeat myself, <laughs> major feel, don't shoot yourself in the foot. No unforced errors. We're not in. We're not in Scotland with forty mile an hour winds. I don't think. I don't think conditions are supposed to be too contentious this week. So I think it's going to be just yeah. simply keep a clean card, and you're going to stay in position. Yeah, that's. I like it. I really do. I like it. Uh, the 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 main. I'm, look, I think we agree in a lot of them. Honestly. I don't disagree with you. I think we use slightly different ones, but I think we're probably going to get to a, a lot of the same spots if I if I had to say. So, look, I can tell you right now, the the, the guy I started with um, right at $8,000 is last week's winner. Uh, winner. I don't know why I said it like that. Last week's winner, uh, Drew Young Kim, uh, because he's one of those guys who's absolutely on fire right now, and he's only around like 10 11% ownership, uh, projected ownership right now. Um, his recent results. So he won the Wyndham. Uh, sorry, uh, he finished seventh at the Rocket Mortgage, twenty sixth at the Three M, forty seventh at the Open, and finished third at the Genesis Scottish. So the man's on fire right now. Not only is he on fire, uh, he comes in on correlating courses as the sixth ranked putter, thirty sixth in approach, forty sixth ball striking, fifteenth birdies are better. I don't see why he's going to slow down this week the fields haven't bothered him we've seen him in low in in easy fields we've seen him in harder fields the the field side the field size the field competitive level doesn't seem to bother him uh i'm looking at drew young kim to continue this and and make a run this week and at eight thousand dollars for an under 11 percent ownership i'm there for it I think the lights might be a little too bright. I don't think you're going to see somebody. I mean, I, I, I hear you, but I mean, you look at years past who wins in these FedEx cup playoff tournaments. It's the big names. It's the big mm-hmm. dogs that are already at the top. Dustin Johnson, John Rom, Patrick Canley, Justin Thomas. These are those, you know, and, and then you've got, I got, two, the, I got two of those guys in my lineup too. You've got worry. the cam sniffs. I know. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if the guy just, you know, that's what he had last week and he won and it's almost, but then again, these players, the old way of thinking doesn't work anymore where mm-hmm. you can't go back to back or it's hard to repeat in this league. So yeah. who knows? You I'm not saying he's going to go back. Like I don't think you're wrong about the guys who win these tournaments. I don't expect but to take to a win. heater to, to take somebody who's on a heater at 8,000 is a great, is a great play to start out with. Um, yeah. I'm actually not, I'm not too far off. I'm, I'm looking at, I'm looking at 7,900 and kind of as a place to start off uh, to free up some cash and capital up top, because I'm tr- my approach mentally is to start, start, you know, build a, a foundation of sevens or even maybe a couple sevens and a six yep. so that I can spend 
because you almost need to have a couple so you, of big names. Who are exactly gonna, what I did. Right. And so, and I think that my, my 7,900 kid that ranks seventh in my rankings is Max Homa. And I, I mean, I know that, I know that you, I know that it's not going to be a popular play just because I don't know. <laughs> I like him there mostly because he checks the boxes for what I'm looking at. Strokes yeah. gain putting ninth approach 17th T to green top 25 and bogey avoidance 20, 21. Yeah. I would much rather have Shane Lowry at 83. I still might take them both. Mm-hmm. I like those. I like those two, but that's kind of where I'm eyeballing because when it gets in the 10 K range, Let's let's talk 10K, and we're not yeah. talking linear this week. We're just kind of talking. I don't know if we can go linear because it's not like you're going to start digging down and going. Let's take everything from yeah, here. Yeah. You almost have to build your model or what what one or two uh, stats am I going to lean into and kind of mm-hmm. go from? Because there's so much so much going on when you have everybody you know pushing to the top like a major like this like yeah. a major that's i'm going so 10k gonna, range talk to me yeah 10k range i'm going to keep it simple justin thomas at 10,200 uh ranks out number one in my model this week he's top 20 in every one of my key stats except for strokes game putting on correlating courses which you know i only put it a low six percent um weighted uh in my stats here because it's it's just meant to kind of show does someone Put better on Bermuda greens compared to Ben, but we've already said sometimes that's not a something we want to put a ton of weight on. It's just something a nice little window to look through sometimes to, to see some differences. Uh, so I like no, JT. I like JT at the top. I, I think this, like you said, this is the type of tournament where he's going to show up at. Um, wow. he, he's gonna he's gonna. Where is he in the stands? Is he does, is he making a true run at this? I love that we're not. Uh, oh God, yes. There. I mean, I think so. He, he, I just he's way. Yeah. And in reality. Because of the way it's structured, by the way, ditto. I'm oh yeah, he's he's like, tied I'm, for second in the FedEx exactly. Cup right <laughs> And and ditto to everything you said. He ranks out number one in my model, and at ten two, I think that's exactly you know who I would want to anchor with. We might not make for some interesting play this week because we are kind of. I mean, at this let's put it this way: at this point in the season, our cycles have synced up. Um, <laughs> the the Justin Thomas, or to put it friendly, we've hive hive brained it. I like oh, and him. I was the wrong list, by the way. He's eighth in the FedEx Cup. Sorry. Still, the Still. way that's structured, anybody, you, all you got to do is make it to East Lake. Make it yes. to East Lake, and you still might have to make up 10 shots over four days, but make it mm-hmm. to East Lake, make it to East Lake. So, it, 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 you know, it really is a true playoff. They've, they have captured that here. I like him up there. I would not spend, I don't think you're going to get enough value out of Rory for eleven thousand dollars for what is yep. his um, most popular plays. Rory's what seventeen percent? Yeah, yeah, That's he's. Just, it, I agree. I'm not going to say it's a sucker's play. It's one of those things you either have to really, really be a fan or really, really, really be a fan. Xander's if I'm playing not, Rory, I'm most likely not being going to be able to play two guys in this range, like no, I am not, right now. Exactly. And see, I don't even know if I'm going to go two guys in this range because I see Tony there at 97 and I, I see know, Justin at 10 too. It's uh, to, to threaten me with a good lineup. Um, nope. And that's kind of what I see because I will, I'll hop over Rory. I don't mind me some Xander 10, six is actually not, I wouldn't say it's that bad. What is his? You might have 14% 10, six. Eh, maybe might be worth a second look, but I get in, in Tony ranks fifth in my model. So, I mean, 
I'm looking at like a Justin Thomas, Tony Finau, Max Homa, one, two, three, you know, out the gate to kind of spice things up, if you know what I mean. Sure. And, then, and, then I've, and then I've got Shane Lowry looking at it from the sideline. He's getting, he's going to get in the game. But these names, Keegan Bradley, that's who popped at 12 in my lineup and at 7,500. But I, um, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can quit Keegan. Our formula failed us last time when he popped and he didn't. I know. And see, and, and if Corey Connors is at 7,600, you got a, you got a better ball striker. Who's one more recently. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm trying to make amends with, with Corey Connors as well. I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying to now play around with, do I prefer to drop down from Patrick Cantlay to Finau and upgrade Cameron Davis to someone like Russell Henley. Yes, if you can make room for it. I mean, Cameron, he's just so high owned, uh, and Cameron Davis is under 10%. Uh, but Henley's my, been on fire recently. God. Uh, Cameron I, Davis pretty, has been on fire too, though. He's top 20 in his last two events. He's gained 14 playoffs. strokes in those events. I mean, Henley's gained 18 total strokes. Oh man, but do I do it for Finau? Okay, so the key, the, the question there would be: Do I ha- do I have more faith in Cantlay or Finau? Right now, know. right now, right. Tony Finau. Just because he's just because the last time he, the last two times he's put it, laced him up, he's won. I mean, and you, you I know what kills me. For, what kills me with Finau is on the correlating courses, he oh, doesn't correlating schmorelating. On the correlating courses, he does not bode. Well, and that's when's the, last what, time, when's the last time you saw somebody bode well. Like, what did boating <laughs> even look like? And speaking that's of a fantastic sm- point on that on that phrase. <laughs> speaking of speaking of um, smorelating, tomorrow is International S'more Day. So uh, get, oh, your, okay, get your nice. yeah, there you go. Get your graham crackers ready. August tenth, S'more Day. Uh, you know, I, no, I'm, I really, I'm not changing them. I'm, I'm gonna stick with. I'm gonna stick with what I had. I, I liked it. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna. Not, this is when I get in trouble. I get in trouble when I tweak. Yeah, don't yeah, don't don't listen to me. Come on now, I'm, um, I'm, only, I'm only I'm only kicking your ass by a few hundred points. Shut so up. Mido, Mido, I, I'm shocked that Mido didn't come out of your mouth. Mido, Mido, um, he ranks pretty high on mine, and at 7,500, I like him more than I like uh, uh, my Keegan Bradley, but I also like my Christian Bizzese Noten, um, which I know that's not how you say it. Don't at me. Yeah, but you know what? That was a very that was very impressive. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Uh, and then also Mark Hubbard sitting there at 6,900. He hasn't been playing well, but he, he has this year. And that's where, again, all it takes is, I don't know, I mean, it, a, a nice solid cut four iron into the wind that something clicks and then all, they, they, somebody goes on a run. Like speaking of Patrick Cantlay, his little brother, Jack, did we talk about him shooting 28 at the U.S. Junior Am? So uh, I, think US- you me- I think you mentioned it. Yeah, I was about to say Bandon Dunes last week. Kid from China yes. ended up winning it. Seventeen-year-old, uh, wicked good. Uh, but also, fun fact about Bandon Dunes—they have dogs on their golf course. Oh, I think that's interesting. They're actually they have eight of them, and apparently, so there's six courses out at the resort, and they have eight dogs, and apparently, each one belongs to a maintenance person. Uh, but still, they like roam freely, and they're friendly to the guests and stuff. I say more dogs in golf. I also like Cam Young. I'm sitting here in love with Tony Finau up high at 9,700. Cam Young is another guy who is, I mean, how close is he to having a couple of wins, including a major under his belt? 
right? So if, if, if Cam Smith doesn't make that putt on 17 or if one little bump goes different, then that eagle on 18 on the 72nd for Cam Young changes his entire trajectory. So um, yeah. it's going to be a fun – it's gonna be a fun week. I'm. Uh, so be, what happens? I was, was just gonna say before we finish, I do want to get out because my big, you know, savings play at 6700 this week actually ranks out third in my model. This is the name that we've mentioned a few times before uh, that you haven't been able to come up with. That's been a favorite of mine at times this year, and that's Mr. Adam Svensson. Svensson. Adam Svensson is ranking out third in my model this week. Uh, he is uh, projected to be under three. Four percent ownership, uh, and he, you know, he hasn't been blowing it up recently. But he he finished seventy eighth last week, twenty fourth uh, at the Rocket Mortgage. He finished sixth at the Barbersaw. So I mean, he's he's got some decent form. It's nothing to blow the the hinges off the doors. But uh, at sixty seven hundred in that in that percentage uh, to allow my at ownership percentage to allow myself to get Justin Thomas and Patrick Cantley in my lineup, I'm going to take that chance. I'm not going to say I hate it. I'm going to say I really hate it. But um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, good on you. Mr. Svensson might show up and he might do something. I'm stuck on whether or not, uh, whether or not I, if Will Zalatoris plays well this week, then I, mm-hmm. you, I might, I might, I might ride that train the next couple weeks. Cause I, like I said, we're going to see something. I want to see what, I want to see what his, he could be in a gentle mental. He could be in some sort of, if he looks, if he looks he different then yeah, I agree that you, you're going to ride that. Yeah, Sam Burns at 8600 is not is not a terrible look or thought along with Sung JM. So I mean, there's a lot. There's a it's not the, like like you said. There's I don't think you can go wrong a lot in, in yeah. the, with your top three or four picks or wherever you're going to anchor your lineup. It's going to be about finding that leverage there and then finding those guys in the six and seven K range who are going to make the cut. Um, so yeah. if you're looking for the strokes gain home life. Maybe find those guys who are hovering hovering below the seventy to, in that seventy to one twenty five range who might have that little bit of an extra um, motivation. It's mm-hmm. not perfect science, but hey, Ouija boards are still out there, so <laughs> look for that kind of stuff. Um, and also, you know, keep an eye on keep an eye on the Twitter and the live chatter, uh, yes. and, and see what's going on because you know Cam Smith. I think we might wake up. By this time tomorrow, he might be at six percent. And if that, I don't know if that's going to say anything about his performance this week because th- these guys could also come out and he could win the next three tournaments and still go to live. So, who knows? Yes, no, I agree. Keep an eye out for that. But hey, if unless you have some other names you want to drop here before we jump off, I think that's going to do it for us tonight. No, and Max, I trust. Max, you trust. I don't. I don't hate it. Max Homa uh, has been good to us at times. So. That is where we're gonna cut it off here. But hey, uh, tomorrow's when tomorrow is Wednesday. If you're listening to us live, uh, if you're listening to the re, uh, the recording of this, uh, check our twitters if it's after sometime on Wednesday afternoon. Uh, at real Mr. Mallard, at this Buzzfew. Hey, I just realized our our names are not on the, not on the bottom down here. They usually are. There they Blasphemy. are. Blasphemy. There they are. Uh, so you search our search our twitters on Wednesday afternoon for our our core four. Uh, so this is what we're going to be doing from now on. We're going to be releasing our Piper Gold Players of the Week. Each of us are going to put out three or four players uh, that are going to make up the core of our lineups. Uh, and then once the uh, tournament starts, we'll release our full lineup so you can follow along with our little personal uh, battle of who is doing the best. And uh, maybe I can make up some ground and crush them here in the playoffs. We shall see. 
yeah, I, call more, I call it i call it more of a vendetta than a battle and it's either <laughs> yeah it's either look out for either the key three or the core four coming at you tomorrow afternoon on the twitter sphere from this buds for you and the real mr mallard yes you got it and that's gonna do it tonight catch us next tuesday eight o'clock uh bellyup.tv or uh at divots and pivots on youtube uh we'll be here every week we'll take you through the playoffs and all of your live and pga news have a great week, everyone, and we love you.